Thanks for downloading this podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy wherever they get their podcasts. The Bathurst 12 Hours on RS1. On RS1. Part of the Radio Show Limited Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Track to Town. It's a traditional part of the early week here at Bathurst and the Repcore 12 Hours. And this is part of our uh, Ned Australian Whiskey early week coverage. And Chris Harzer is standing in front of me. Uh, welcome back to the mountain, sir. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. It's great to be back here in Australia. In in a car that we are not going to miss, orange, bright blue, white. Tell me a little bit about uh, this Audi and uh, Liam Talbot, uh, one of your teammates as well. Exactly. My teammate is uh, Liam Talbot and uh, Kelvin Fantelinde. Liam, Liam won last year the GT World Challenge in um, and is a very strong uh, bros driver. So obviously we, I think we have a pretty good lineup for this event. The Audi R8 LMS Evo, I think, is bulletproofed, so we all mm. know this car can do everything. Uh, yeah, that's why we're here. Now, you're in the pro class with an armed driver, but this is the Kenny Abul technique from, from last year, so there's no minimum driver time, really, for, for Liam. I think he's got to do 40 minutes. Exactly. Um, I mean, let's see how the race is going, but mm. definitely we have the chance for the win. Yeah. Um, yeah, the best is like they demonstrated last year. Uh, and now it's also with this uh, minimum pit stop timing. Yes. Um, what do you think of that? I think this is a pretty good call. Okay, I because? Would, well, you, I think you reduce the pressure to every team. Right. Um, you make it more chances for every team. That's what I believe. Does it make you push harder, as a, as particularly as a pro driver? Because there's no point in saving fuel now, is there? Yes, this is a point. Um, we push anyway hard. Yes, I just I just think in terms of strategy and pit stop uh, general system makes it a bit more um, equal for everybody. And in ter- in general terms for Audi, um, is it disappointing for you as an Audi driver that Audi aren't going to be part of the WAC in Le Mans with GT3 now part of that? Uh, definitely, this uh, I think would have been a dream for a lot of people in the world seeing the Audi running there unfortunately it will not happen um, but definitely this car has the right to be there I agree I agree with that alright let's think about the weekend weather is a little uncertain is what well we're a few days out at the moment but the locals are telling me every time I ask the guys on the gate and they're the guys who always give me the best information when we're coming in in the darkness in the morning they shrug their shoulders and go not sure so what are you guys hearing and, and how will that affect strategy well the weather honestly it's the first time here actually at the parade that I'm I'm not freezing but I'm close to freezing <laughs> it's, it's what I never experienced here when you check the, the weather forecast it definitely we have to expect some rain uh, one of the tracks where you maybe don't want to expect rain oh. but also this you have to be honest can make a race, a race very exciting yeah. and maybe give chances to cars which uh, maybe would have not been there from from beginning on yeah so yeah it's something definitely what you should watch out you're going to sneakily swap this car or at least have one exactly the same with the quattro get the road going <laughs> car in then you'd be fine 
Well, then, then it would be clear who will win. <laughs> tell, tell me about the rest of the season for you, Chris. This is a cracking way to get things kicked off. In just coming up to the start of the European season, where are we going to see you? Um, it's definitely not fixed at the moment. Um, I'm. I think we will, you will see me maybe in the GT Open again. Yeah. And for the other stuff, I st- we still have to wait a little bit, a uh, few more weeks. Um, what will be the plan? Um, but yeah, um, I'm, I'm on the Audi boat at the moment. And now, finally, tell me about this race. What is it? You're a pro driver. You've been to pretty much every big race in the world. What is it that makes Bathurst? just a little bit different and what is it that makes all of you pro drivers your hearts beat a little bit faster when you come here so definitely if I speak from my personal experience I have been here many times and I many times I didn't finish the race Mm. so for me here are two goals first goal is to finish the race which is very already (laughs) very hard to achieve the second goal is definitely to go for the overall win Mm. and having a track like this with all the the atmosphere this this environment is giving it starts from the kangaroos it starts from from just the, the australian lifestyle the vibe the vibe exactly the vibe and this the, and this the yes. whole t- the whole city's come out to say hello exactly this is fantastic that's why we're here that's why we love it and uh, yeah let's hope for for something positive we wish you all the best mate uh, rest well at the way are you going to start let's see let's see in the dark <laughs> a little Let's bit of time. We don't know yet. We will do my meeting later on. And then we will decide. Actually, I've just thought of one more question. I'm going to ask you at first, yes. as you're the first person I've asked. A lot of talk about a slightly changed Pirelli tyre this year that is really good, but you've, you've got to get get it in into its uh, into its operating window and, it's, and maybe get one lap here, only one lap here. Are we going to see a sub-two-minute lap around here? What's the simulations saying... I think if we added up the sectors last year, we had a two-minute point four in qualifying. So can we see a sub-two-minute lap this year? Probably in the race, but I think this is a long way to go until this borderline. Thanks, Chris. Go well. Chris Harzer, that's uh, Audi Sport Team MPC. This is the number 22 Pro Car. You will not miss this one. You will not miss this one at all. Right, let's have a wander through uh, past the David Russell Superbarn market's car and towards the head of these cars this is brilliant it's just literally on the street with people here and this is tractor town part of our early week coverage here on the rs1 channel part of the radio show limited network channel so i'm trying not to get into people's photographs as i'm walking down here as well i'm brought to you by ned australian whiskey right i'm going to uh Jump into some old friends here. Welcome to Bathurst to Heart of Racing, Ian James, Alice Riveras. And hello. Hello, how are you? Good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, might as well start with you, Ian, as I'm standing next to you. Um, tell me about your Bathurst experience so far. I haven't had the car out the track yet, but this is all a bit different, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's just an amazing experience, to be honest. Uh, I wanted to come and do this race for so many years now, and to actually be here uh, feels kind of surreal. Uh, at the track yesterday for the first time, got to drive around slowly in a road car, and uh, man, what a track. 60k in some places is actually quite quick in a road car, isn't it? I mean, 60k, <laughs> look, yeah, it looked very fast, to be honest, you know, so uh, it's definitely a lot uh, more daunting than on the simulator, that's for sure. 
Yeah, and more consequences as well. Ross, I'll come to you in a moment. Alex, uh, welcome back to, to Down Under. This time you will at least get home at the right time, not like when you got stuck here uh, the last time. Touch wood. Touch wood, yeah, absolutely. I mean, what a welcome, what a... An event. This is a proper event, yeah. isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, we, we were just talking about that with Ian, how this race it feels like it's a proper race. It's a proper racetrack. The crowd is clearly like um, like a proper race fan as well. They know they know their cars. They they have actual passion for for the racing. So to be a part of this, of this event feels like uh, an, a dream come true. To be honest, I'll let you sign that while I go around and have a quick word with Ross, and I'll swap between you. Uh, Hello, mate. How are you doing? doing? Yeah, very good. How are you? There's a genuine big smile on Ross Gunn's face here. Tell me a little bit about the feelings then when you when you got the phone call and you, you realised you were going to drive at Mount Panorama. Ah, it's a dream come true for, for any driver. I mean, I've watched this race for eight or nine years, um, had many late nights watching it <laughs> over in the UK. And yeah, it's a race that I've wanted to do for years and just so fortunate to get the opportunity with the heart of racing and SBS and uh, really looking forward to getting started. So, unusually, all three of you in your car are rookies to the mountain. So, where do you start in terms of preparation? To be honest, this weekend is really going to be treated as a big learning curve. I think for, for all of us, it's, it's, a, it's a very different track to, to, to most tracks in the world. And we're going to have to learn a lot about the track. So, I think that's the main thing. Um, we, we've driven the car a little bit, so we've got over that hurdle of understanding the car. Um, but yeah, really looking forward to learning the track and um, taking it step by step. In terms of where you are on the pit lane, either side of you, you've got triple eight one side and back-to-back winners going for the triple the other side. So if you're going to learn anything by osmosis, you're in a canny place, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. We will, we'll just follow them out the pits and see where we go. <laughs> see where yeah. they go. Watch out for the kangaroos. Uh, start of a busy year again for Harter Racing. Uh, Ian, um, did you count up how many different events you did last year? Because it seems every, every place I was, you were, and even some that I was just watching you were there as well. Yeah, I think, well, it was over 30, I know that. So, wow. uh, yeah. It's been a while since you've done that, isn't it? Yeah, that was quite a calendar last year, and uh, I think we're set to increase that a little bit this year. So, exciting. Uh, which, what is going to be the biggest challenge for, for you and for the team as a whole in 2024? Just keeping all that together, getting the logistics sorted? Yeah, I think the logistics and looking far enough ahead to plan for, you know, uh, when things don't go exactly to plan, you know. So uh, for me, for sure, you know, doing a little bit of driving, but also, you know, running the team and getting the hypercar program up and running. Uh, it's a very busy year. Well, you mentioned the hypercar there. I didn't. So now that you have, I can ask you a question about it. That's the rules. What's the what's the way points? What's the timeline for that, Ian? What can you what can you let us in on that? Because if I don't ask you, the listeners will kill us. Yeah, so we, we, the mule car ran for the first time uh, about 10 days ago, just on some calibration stuff, engine stuff. And uh, and that's based on a, what, an AMR Pro or something like that? Yeah, based on an AMR Pro. Um, the engine ran on the dyno uh, this week for the first time. And, you know, hopefully we should... Uh, go to production here in, in, in the next month on you know body panels stuff like that so yeah it's very exciting and is that being is the is the bulk of the engineering being done at aston martin racing and aston martin um pt in the uk yeah ampt is you know responsible for the car obviously they're using vendors uh, you know to to operate some of the uh, the facets of the car multimatic will be involved again mm-hmm. um but yeah, AMPT. It's you know the resources there are really quite impressive now with the with the Formula One team behind the the uh, behind the scenes there. So yeah, we're, we're very excited. We had Adam Carter on the on the show this week talking 
primarily about the new Vantage GT3 and GT4, but he was kind enough to talk a little bit about the programme. It's all very exciting, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, Adam's a big part of it, you know, very knowledgeable in sports car racing, Formula One, um, and, and a great leader for that programme. And uh, I think everybody around the programme is super excited, me, how, me included. How <laughs> cool is it to be in on the ground floor of something like that, where, you know, you have literally seen that from, I was going to say a clean, clean sheet of paper, but from a, a clean computer screen. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's a once-in-a-lifetime, uh, you know, thing for me i mean to be involved in it uh, from the from the ground up is amazing you know hopefully it'll be successful um if nothing else it'll be the best sounding car that, uh, that in sports car racing so uh, we'll take that mantle uh, i can guarantee you uh, but yeah super excited uh, i have a lot of faith in the program uh you know gabe newell makes our dreams come true well uh, and a lot of other people as well i'll finish off with you alex if i'm here and bring you back to this weekend how are you how are you going to approach this personally from from a driver's point of view, from an enthusiast point of view, because I know that you're a big fan of motor racing, as Jeremy Shaw would say, a student of the sport. What, what happens for you that are going to be the waypoints this weekend? Yeah, well, as uh, both Ross and, and Ian mentioned, it's going to be a big learning curve for sure. Uh, but, I mean, it, it, it feels like we are literally childs in a candy store when, when we are in this event. We were driving slowly with Ian yesterday, and I told him, whoever looked at this piece of land and thought let's make a racetrack out of this that that person i want to meet that person because it's absolutely insane that we are so privileged to be able to go up the mountain and then go down the mountain and call it a race uh and do it for 12 hours it's it's incredible you do know don't you that you have to start in the dark and there's no darkness practice or qualifying yeah, that's some factory driver stuff for, for Ross Gunn over here. Is that because you've got the best eyes? I've, I've, I'm the one with the glasses. So. <laughs> he's, the to- he's the tollest of the three. He, yeah. he sees better. Yeah. Uh, well, I can tell you I've driven around here in the dark at not race speed, but at, at faster than 60k when it was closed. Got the opportunity to do that a few few years ago in a, in a, a tasty road car. Um, and it's incredible. It's like a video game because you can't see anything else other than the road and the headlights. Yeah. So it's just like, it's all it's like a straight track, isn't it? When you're going up the cutting and up over to the top of the mountain, because those those walls are so close. Yeah, I can only imagine. I, I hope Ross is taking notes here. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> it, it is definitely a challenge from from the start of the race. Uh, but it's a challenge that we welcome for sure. And um, it, also the weather is gonna. It looks like it's it's unpredictable. So another factor to add on top of it. Um, and uh, on top of everything, all of us three are rookies here. It's going to be my first time driving the Merc, so it, yeah, we we are we are approaching it with a lot of enthusiasm and a lot of passion. But um, we're going to keep the expectations on on check and uh, hold our horses. And if we are if we are around for the last four hours, I think we're going to be in a good spot to actually go for it a little bit deeper and, and see what we have. Alex, I feel you're saying it's the first time, but whatever happens, it won't be the last for heart racing here. Well, we will not. We will see. That's uh, you can never. You can never take these things for granted. I think uh, it's a privilege to be here. It's a race that I. I told Ian. I. I almost accepted that maybe I was just never going to race it. Yeah. Although, as Ross as well, I, I've. I've been a huge fan. I've watched these races so many times. Uh, so just the fact that I will be now, not watching at home on YouTube, but actually being at the track is yeah. Yeah, it's super nice. And if we get to do it again, then for sure it's going to be even better. Yeah. Take it all in, fellas, and race well at the weekend. Thank you. Heart of racing there. I'll step next door. 
Yeah, of course you can. Do you mind if I, if I talk to Mara while you're doing it? You come on. You come on this way. Hello, Mara Engel. How are you? Let me swap hands. I know this is weird seeing at this, but Happy New Year. How are you doing? Good, thanks. Good to see you. Auntie, Auntie you, mate. Auntie, hello. Hi, how, how are you? you? Good, good to see you. Good, good to see you. Uh, tell us a little bit about this uh, Gripper M racing car um, with David Reynolds, Felipe Fraga and yourself. Um, how's all this come together and, and what's your feelings about the weekend? Yeah, we're excited to be here. I mean, um, you know, it's great to, to race with Philippe and David. Uh, obviously, both super experienced, super successful in in the different categories they've they've been racing the last few years, and um, both have been been really quick here at Bathurst uh, in the past. So, you know, uh, when we looked at how can we put this team together, um, those two names really popped up at, at the top of the list, and so it's great to, to be able to put this together and uh, uh, for Mercedes AMG to give us the chance to do this and. Uh, yeah, we obviously have a special livery on the car as well. Which yeah, lovely. I personally think it looks amazing. Oh, it looks fantastic. I mean, this is the celebration of, of the history of uh, Mercedes Motorsport, isn't it? Yeah, it's Mercedes-Benz. Um, goes back 130 years now. So, uh, you know, for us, it's a massive honor to, to roll out and, and be able to drive this car and, and that livery. And so much heritage when you see the pictures, you know. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just great. And uh, on top of it, the car looks cool. Um, talked to a couple of people this week already. The magic here is every single lap and every single time lap, but there is the possibility of a sub-two-minute lap this year, and if anybody is going to be doing it, you're going to be one of the ones that will be knocking on the door. I added up the... I was saying this to Chris Hazer earlier on for Audi. I added up the the perfect lap last year would have been two minutes, 0.4 seconds. So you need to find half a second on last year. Pirelli ties a little bit different this year. People are telling me they're a little bit more peaky, maybe just one lap. Is there a chance, oh, nice photo, uh, is there a chance for a sub-two-minute lap either in qualifying or the race this year? Oh, mate, um, you know, two minutes, 0.8 was pretty fast last year. It so <laughs> it's, um, Well, you left four tenths on the table, yeah, like I say, for yeah, the perfect second. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you got me there, definitely. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll try. I mean, the, you know, the team gave, gave me, gave us an amazing car last year. Um, Let's see. I mean, we'll have to see. It'll depend on many things, track conditions. Um, we need to obviously, you know, fine tune the balance again, and we need to put the lap together. But we'll see if, there, if there's a chance. We'll give it, give it our best shot and uh, and see if we can get there. I think the final practice before the shootout might be the time. That that morning practice in on Saturday. <laughs> if the weather is how I think it is, that might be the one. Go well, mate. I'll talk to your teammates. Thanks, Thank my right. Thank you, mate. Always good. Always great. Uh, slide, slide in here with Felipe. Hello, Felipe. Welcome, Hello. welcome to Bathurst. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Now, I've I've seen you work your magic on the Nurburgring Nordschleife before. Is this a bit like a mini Nordschleife around it? Uh, man, actually, this is one of my favorite tracks in the world. It's very fun to, to race here. Uh, I did only one time, but I'm really happy to, to have the opportunity to join AMG again in such a strong lineup. And I was also very surprised with the with delivery because we, you know... It's not every day that you run a car that with so much story behind. So, 130 years of AMG, uh, it's it's just special. I'm really happy to be able to to be in this car, this lineup at this track. So I hope we we do a good job and. Uh, yeah, can't wait to, to hit the track again because I love this track. Get out there and, and get some K's under the wheels, yeah? Yes, yes. All right, mate, go well. 
Let's have a so where we're doing David Reynolds sitting hey, here. Man. Hello, mate. Nice to see hey, you again. Man. Are you well? Yeah, I'm right. How are you going? I'm all right. I'm all right, actually. I'm just well, pleased welcome to, be. to Australia, mate. It's great to be back, mate. Started the morning right this morning with my white bread toast and a bit of Vegemite on there. That's what... You idiot. No, mate, it's, it's a tradition for me now. What are, hey, Felipe, what did I have for breakfast? <laughs> yeah, first thing, thing in the morning, he looked at me with his pen and a big piece of, uh, piece of steak, and he's like, you want a steak? <laughs> Breakfast of champions, mate. mate. It's the only thing you should eat. <laughs> the guy yeah, is a legend. ledge, an absolute ledge. In and out of the car, in the comms box, wherever. Yeah. Uh, tell, tell me a little bit about this effort then. How's all, how's all this come together? You know, I, I, I get these two guys. What's, what, how have how you managed it? How did I fall into I, this I, position? Well, Crazy asked me that the other day and I didn't know the answer to it. Well, I'm sort of looking around thinking... How did I end up here? But it was actually from Mara. I've known Mara for a long time. And he uh, rang me up over the over the Christmas break and said, Hey, mate, do you want to come do the Baptist 12 hour with me? And I said, Hey, absolutely. Like, you know. Did he actually get to the end of the sentence? Because I'm surprised if he did. Yeah, yeah I was, I was, As soon yeah. as he got to, would you like to come and do the but? Yeah. <laughs> would you like to come marry me? No, not really. But um, <laughs> we uh, obviously, yeah, and I, I said, Absolutely. So he put my name forward to AMG and they accepted it. So and I'm so happy to be here. I feel like. This is a pro team, like we're a pro car for an outright win, but I'm the amateur. Like, I don't, I, these guys are very good at their job in these cars, and I'm very good at the track, but not the cars. So, you know, I've done this race a lot of times, especially the 12 hour, and, uh, you know, I, I take my hat off to the, how hard they drive the car. So, you know, I'm, I'm here to learn about the car and maximising it. You've got plenty of experience here in, in GT and endurance, yeah, so, yeah, as yeah. you said. So, you know, all right. Most people aren't used to the left-hand drive cars, and that yeah. does give a, a little bit of a different perspective, I would have thought, when you're, you're heading over. It just changes your view of where you're turning in and your clipping points a little bit. Uh, a little bit. like it's, Everything's different, like ABS, left-hand drive, traction control, lots of downforce. Like They've got 1,000 kilos of downforce. We've got, Supercar's got 200 kilos of downforce, so there's <laughs> huge, huge difference. So. Yeah. You know, there's a lot to get used to in a short amount of time. I just did my first test day on the way to the parade. I drove around the track at 40Ks, and that was my first test day. Nice. So. Getting a bit of sneak. Hey, car's mid, mate. Car's yeah. mid. At 40Ks, it's the best out there. Oop. Best, best car I've ever driven. So. At 40Ks. Perfect, yeah. <laughs> what, what is, uh, how do you build up to this? Because you can't, you know, I've just been talking to Heart Racing guys. They're all three rookies. You can't come and test here. No. You know, you basically, you get here at race week. Some poor bloke's got to start in the dark, and none of them have ever driven in the dark here. So how, how do you get yourself into the, let's call it the Mount Panorama mindset? The Mount Panorama flow. The flow. The flow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a very good question. Um, you know, it's just something, you know, this track you've got to give a respect to, a, a small amount of respect. You know, you can't go out here and go qualify and pay straight away because it will bite you. You'll have a big crash and you'll destroy your team for the weekend. So, you know, it's all about building yourself up to the up to the challenge of the mountain, understanding, you know, the, the race itself, um, the flow of the car, you know, all the braking points and everything. And for me, I've got to rely on the technology in the car because in our cars, in supercars, there's no technology. There's no ABS, there's no traction control, there's nothing. So... For, for me, it's really leaning on them, leaning on the ABS, which is very unusual for me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've, it's something I've got to get used to every time. And I you've got to lean on the ABS. You've got to be on it all the way to the apex, otherwise you're losing tank. I know. That's what I'm not used to. <laughs> it, it's, it's incredible. It really it really is to see how late these guys are breaking. I mean, where are you moving your brake markers to from from where you would be in a supercar? Uh, so they're, they're about 50 metres deeper. 
So, you know, my brain's saying you should have broke 50 metres ago, and that's when it's like, it's a real mental challenge for me yeah, to get yeah. used to the car. So, yeah, it's very, very funny. So, so you have to almost forget everything you know about supercars Absolutely. in terms of this track. Absolutely. Forget everything, and it's a whole clean slate for me. So it's like I'm a rookie every time I turn up every year. So, But, you know, I've done this race enough. I can sort of fast track a few things. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see how we go. I'm going to be learning off these two next to me. I, I tell you what, you look good in that Tommy Hilfiger AMG stuff. That, that, that's Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Are we going to see <laughs> you in this? Come on, come, come over to Europe. How about the Nürburgring? No, I'd, I'd, I'd love to, but I'd have to do a lot of practice on the sim or PlayStation or something to really understand it. But, man, I'd love sure to. That's a dream of mine. PlayStation, yeah, yeah. we don't <laughs> I, I still Sim. think I still think simulators are PlayStation to me. I, I'm old school. I know you. I, yeah, I know. Hey, always good to talk to you. Thanks, Say man. It. All the best. Cheers. Let's uh, let's move along. Money? John. No. Cut. Donate to prostate cancer. I, right. I will, but I, but I'm a bit like the royal family. I, I don't. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Uh, Hello again. Thomas Randall, how are you? Very well. Very well. How are you? Uh, rocking it, mate. Rocking it with the with the hats. With the you like that, the hats? Yeah. Tell me about the. Listen. This is qu- all joke in a size. Um, in a in a day in an era of plastic, it is difficult to get notes and coins out of people. But tell us a little bit the prostate cancer because this is actually a really really serious message that we're trying to get across. Here. Yeah, it is. I mean, well, Scotty Taylor, who runs the program, the last three years uh, they've been doing this on the on the car for the twelve hour, you know, in support for the Prostate Cancer Foundation Australia, you know. Us men, we don't like to get checked enough, no. and no. Uh, we always have that sort of "she'll be right" attitude. And uh, you know, a lot of a lot of men die a uh, year from prostate cancer. And it's not an intrusive procedure anymore. You can do it with a blood test now. Co- correct. I, I, I correct. Test myself every day. Move on. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Reynolds. We're trying to be serious here. Um, yeah. Look, it's it is a you know very well, cancer in general is uh, is. You know, pretty serious. And if, it, if it's if it's detected early, yeah, yeah. then uh, you know you, you, the recovery process is a, is a lot better, and your prognosis is better. And having been through cancer myself, um, you know, it's obviously a cause very close to my heart as well. So. Am I right in saying that when you renew your license here, your race license, you can you get a blood test that can pick this up? Yeah, well, we for the the level that we need to race, whether it's a GT car or a mm. supercar, you have to get a medical done every year which includes blood tests and i guess on that blood test you could also add you know other other checks so um yeah once you hit certain age i think other things get added to that blood test anyway but i've got um, to have a stress ecg for my national yeah yeah correct so um but yeah i mean i guess the, the big message is that if you feel like something's not quite right just go and get it checked out yeah yeah put 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 your worries to one side on the rear wing i've actually got it says get checked Yep. So, uh, yeah, that's just, I guess, to encourage all blokes out there to, uh, to go it's and get It's one of the pride of it and, and Absolutely. speak and, up. And, you yeah. know, I guess in my uh, my case, I was kind of the same in that I didn't, you know, I was, didn't have, didn't, didn't swallow my pride enough and, you know, I was still lucky that I picked up mine early. So, uh, yeah, happy to be here. Tell us about the Triple Two this weekend and your teammates. Rather unusual situation here because you and Cam, who are teammates... In supercars, in the long races, you're not allowed to team up. You've got to have a, a different person. So you, you're not used to having them as your teammates sharing the car. Correct. You know, when um, I've known Cam for a long time, we, you know, we, we we race against each other, well, for probably over 20 years now. So uh, it's pretty pretty nuts to think that we're actually sharing a car. And, um, 
And this year we're, we're teaming up as teammates in yes. the Supercars Championship, which we've been teammates for a few years, but as you said, we haven't actually driven a car together. So it's quite exciting, and we did a couple of test days uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, as, yeah, we're all, we're all talking the same language, which is nice, and we're all just having a lot of fun, and I think that's the main thing. Having a lot of fun, but taking the race seriously, because you can't oh, take, take the you-know-what out of the mountain, because she'll bounce back. Absolutely, and unfortunately, both Cam and I have been on the raw end of the deal <laughs> in, in supercars with uh, this place biting. Um, so, yeah, and it's one of those races, as you well and truly know, that anything can happen. and at, Probably at, will. And at any point. Yeah. So... There's That's almost point. almost yeah. no point having to. Well, I mean, you can. Everyone's got plan A, plan B, plan C, but it ends up being like plan F. So uh, you got to account for anything. Yeah, and I, I feel for the strategists because they must. Te- I know they're doing tear up their shit. They must redo their spreadsheets about 26 times. Hey, go all at the weekends. I'll have a chat with Cam if yeah. you don't mind. Slide in next to it to Cam. Watts. Hello, Cam. How are you? Good man. How are you? Yeah, yeah. Nice to be back. It's. Uh, Last year was a little bit odd because that was the first time I'd been back because of the long yellow flag, as, as my missus calls it. Which long I thought, yeah, long full course yellow. That's right, and it's a bit more real this year. And it should be said that the the entry is phenomenal. It's really picked back up again quickly. That's good news for us in the booth. It's bad news for you because you've got even more competition than usual. It seems out there. Um, oh, I don't think it's bad news. I think it's awesome to have you know so many. Good cars, teams, drivers here, and and have the twelve hour, you know, back to what it what it was. So, um, yeah, it's amazing to see you know, all the fans out here today, and and you want to win it with you know all the good cars in it. So, we're uh, we're pretty pumped to go race this weekend. What do you, what do you do to prepare for this? Is there anything that can prepare you for for Bathurst, whether it's in supercar or in these GT threes? Uh, like Tom and I and you know Craig, we've done that many laps here in a supercar, but we're not as familiar with a GT car. So um, we did three test days, which is by far the most testing I've ever done in a GT car. So it's probably the best prepared we've ever been. Um, well, I've ever been coming to do the the twelve hour. So um, yeah, also did a few laps on Tom Sim, which um, I've heard yeah, it's pretty good. Great. Oh, it's pretty. It is pretty good without pumping his tyres up too much. Yeah, well, it, it, it has been mentioned a few times this soon. Can we just add in here, while he's saying this, I'm currently assisting him very good. with autographs. His lovely assistant. This is how our teammates yeah. work. Our teammates work. I've trained him well, haven't I? You have trained him well. I'll have a word with Craig before we move on down the line. Mr Lowndes, nice to see you again, sir. Ready for this? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's great. Oh, this year we're actually, uh, instead of going for a class win, we're going for an outright mm. win. So really important. Uh, first time I've driven with these two. I've, I've raced against them in a lot of other categories and now commentating against them. But uh, now <laughs> to drive with them has been good. Yeah. Uh, where's this race going to be won and lost on Sunday? Uh, I think it's just going to be down to strategy and, uh, you know, keeping clean, normal thing. Um, you need a fast car right at the end. And we saw it last year that uh, it was right... It was uh, it was really out of the, the top three, four cars. So uh, you know, really, it's going to be like that again this year. Like if you look at the quality of the cars, the teams, and drivers. It's going to be right to the checker flag. In some ways, this doesn't affect you directly as drivers, but it will affect the strategy of the race. There's a there's a minimum pit stop time this year. So there's 
there's no point in saving fuel, is there? You might as well be going hell for leather all the time. Absolutely, and I think that uh, you know, with that uh, and other things going on, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how strategy plays out over the course of the day, especially the weather. I think that's oh. really going to play a big part. Um, you know, we know that the turbo cars are going to be quick at the beginning of the day and the end cool. yeah. when it's cool, but of course the Mercedes is really strong in the middle of the day. So you're going to have these uh, seesawing sort of speeds of cars in different times, and that's where you've got to make it when you can. These GT3 cars across the top are spectacular. If, if the listeners are around this weekend, they've got to get up to the top and watch these cars, particularly in qualifying on Saturday. Oh, absolutely. I think that's where you make your time, is being committed across the top, and that's really something that you know these guys and, and myself will be obviously trying to work towards that, getting really comfortable with the car across the top of the mountain. Uh, you know, you, like, you watch some good onboards from last year, and uh, basically... You, uh, you see, even like Mario Engel, like he was grabbing fifth before Skyline, and that, just sort of seeing that side of it was quite impressive. I'm very impressed. I, I, I really like that slot car that you've just handed over the Caltex. When there's a Vodafone triple eight as well. I'll let you get on, guys. Thanks very much. No Thank you. Race well at the weekend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Still got it? Right, give me... Do the ledge first. I'll move. I'll move down a bit. You can catch me up. Oh, look at this! Fantastic stuff. Well done. Let's uh, move down the line a bit. Hello, gents. How we doing? Feeny Brown and Grenier. It says on your your arm. That's pretty good. So we. You haven't all got one that says your own names on it, though, so how do you know which shirt to put on? It could be any of you. Well, that's that's the challenge. So I think me and Will have, you know, we're probably going to get each other's dirty washing this weekend, but uh, <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to cross our names off as we wear it. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's, that's a great idea. Um, tell me a little bit about how you guys have, have been preparing for this. Yeah, we had a test a couple of weeks ago down in Adelaide uh, for myself and Will to get used to the car, but... The team just finished in Asia Le Mans on the weekend, so compared to where we were 12 months ago, we got a massive amount of experience, and obviously Mick's, Mick, he, <laughs> he's done a lot in these cars and got a lot of experience, so we're certainly looking forward to putting the three of us together and, and seeing where we are. You've built a very, very good uh, reputation already. Up-and-coming driver has been said about you for quite a little while now, Brock. So coming to this race, does that... Does that play a little bit heavy? Because it, does this take you out of your comfort zone a little bit? No, not at all. I feel comfortable in this <laughs> in this arena sort of thing. This is what we love doing, and uh, it's great. I obviously love racing the GT cars, but when we go overseas, it's sort of I'm getting up to speed. Here, I feel super comfortable at this track, and yeah. this is my favourite place to race a GT car, so it's unreal to be here, and um, I just can't wait to learn off these guys versus the best guys in the world and, and yeah, have a bit of fun. I'll, well, I'll come to you in a minute as I'm standing next to Michael Grenier. Well, tell me about what you've been, what you're expecting rather this weekend. Yeah, let's see. I mean, we have to see after practice, but I think we have a good team together. Uh, I know Triple Eight team since last year. I started to race in Asia with them. A good, good time. A good time with Brock as well. He was in the sister car, so looking forward to race with uh, both of these guys this weekend. Uh, I was on the Group M car last year, but they were also really quick, so mm. <laughs> we were always a bit scared of them. So it's good to be in a Triple Eight car this weekend. How do you set the car up here? It's cool in the morning, it's cool at the end of the day. The turbocharged cars like that. The middle of the day, maybe not so much, but the weather forecast, ooh, it's yeah. a, bit, a bit interesting. 
I mean, for, for us, normally it's good when uh, the temp is warm for the engine compared to turbo cars, but we have to see, might be some rain. Uh, here it's quite low deck on the tire, so that's not really an issue for anyone, uh, which normally is a strength of our car, but we kind of lose that here because the track is just super easy on tires. Uh, so we have to see, we have to be the, in the game at the end of the race, keep the car in one piece. Um, there's more car than last year as well, so I guess there will be more safety cars. But uh, yeah, let's... Uh, we also have to push the whole race, so let's wait and see. Slightly different tyre, I'm told this year, Pirelli tyres. A little bit, uh, little bit more peaky, particularly when you're going for qualifying type runs. No, I think it should be all right. I think this tyre suits the AMG better than the old one. Because yeah. it had more, more front end, mm. uh, and our car tends to understeer a bit. Uh, we're limited a bit on camber here with the AMG, but should be should be all right. Uh, hopefully, normally last year pickup was not an issue here, but with the Pirelli, sometimes we have pickup. Especially when the conditions are cool, so the start of the race could be an issue, but uh, during daytime should be fine. All the best, mate. Yeah, thank you very much. Let's have a word with Will Brown over here on the far side. I'll sort of, and then I've got to break off and, and talk to some of the fans here as well. Will, uh, welcome to Bathurst in the, at the 12 hour, the Repco 12 hour. Your thoughts going up? The wheels haven't turned yet, so it's a bit of a hard, hard question for you. But what are you looking forward to? What do you feel is going to be challenging? You tell me. Yeah, it's going to be a massive weekend. Obviously, uh, these two have jumped in the you know Mercedes a fair bit and are really quick in them. For myself, it's uh, a bit of a learning curve this weekend, but I'm looking forward to going out there and um, hopefully we can have a good weekend. Hopefully, they just put me out there in the middle of the day when you know we don't really know where we are and I'm just cruising around. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely not not going to happen. Uh, it's a big field, but it's a deep field as well this year with the, the GT3s of any category, whether it's Pro-Am or Silver. Come the last couple of hours of the race, it's going to be all the Pro drivers in. So it just becomes a it just becomes a dogfight. And then he said something else that would have got him taken off. It just becomes a dogfight, doesn't it? Yeah, it's always an awesome event. Uh, you know, I've, I've raced it a couple of years, but also when you watch at home, those last couple of hours to, to have at the end of 12 hours, someone battling for the lead for the last few laps is awesome. So hopefully it's an awesome race this year. Like you say, there's, there's such a good turnout of Pro Car and the Pro-Am and it's a solid field this year so looking forward to it Go well, gents thanks for talking to us uh, we're down at Tractor Town this is part of our early week coverage with Ned Australian Whiskey let's move on down the line here Craft Bamboo to come more here more MG good to see you gentlemen how are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm alright yeah. I'm alright tell me about your teammates first of all yeah, obviously, uh, Chris Jeffrey Ibrahim, Jamie Winkup, obviously... Well, uh, you don't have to introduce him. Don't, don't have to introduce yeah. him. And this him is Jordan really Love we're talking to, by the way. Um, so, yeah, no, super excited. Obviously, uh, uh, Eamon and myself we got and the, and the team, we got great momentum from, from ALMS the last few weeks. And, um, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to coming into this weekend. That's a good point. How much does that give you? The old adage in motor racing, you're only as good as your last result. How much of a boost does that give you? Completely different series, completely different circuits. But you come here on a high. Do you carry that into this week? Yeah, I think you definitely do. You know, and, and obviously, like uh, like anything, the more you do it, the better you get at it. And when you're coming into, a, especially a racetrack like this, where, where confidence breeds lap time, um, yeah, coming into the weekend and, and kicking it off, knowing that you're in the car for the last two weekends, it's uh, it's definitely definitely helps to get uh, get everything started. That's for sure. Prince Abraham, if I may, just have a quick word with you. Uh, back at Bathurst. 
I would say I would ask the normal question: Are you looking forward to it? But everybody looks forward to Bathurst, don't they? Yeah, always looking forward to Bathurst. I mean, it's an amazing track, and this is my third 12 hour here. So, good teammates around me. So, um, yeah, gonna learn as much as I can from them, and hopefully, we'll get a good result. Do you, as a team, or you as an individual, do you set goals at the early part of the week, or is it too dangerous to do that? No, of course, I think we must have a goal and a benchmark that we, we aim to, and then we'll, we'll take it from there, from, from Friday to um, to Sunday. But we'll take each day at a time and just try to set some goals on that day and then just move forward from there. But, yeah, of course, uh, we have to have a, a goal for the whole weekend and then try our best. A number of the guys have been saying that this is a really stacked field this year. The, the talent is, is deep in it. Does that... Do you even think about that, or do you just get in and drive the car and basically knock your lap times out? Yeah, I think I'll just put my head down and just do whatever i got to do. I know the, the fields is strong out there, but I think as long as we do uh, the right thing as a team, I think we, will, we can get it. I wish you all the best. Thank you. Go well. I'll finish off with Jay Dub here. And she's finished talking to the fans. Let's get the fans sorted first, because that's what this is all about. <laughs> international ledge basically <laughs> hang on I'm in the back of that I don't want to be in that show J-Dub how are you doing? yeah really well really well how good is it? Oh, it's just great to be back isn't it and yeah, I'll yeah. take this weather I'll take this weather for the weekend as well to be honest yeah no we'll take this weather no I'm a bit overcast we're not getting sunburned but we're not we're not freezing at the same time so no 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 as always great crowd D- different crowd different crowd to a supercar event which, oh, yeah. is, which is good to see um, but yeah we've got, got great cars amazing uh Amazing drivers from all over the world, so looking forward to, to getting into it tomorrow. Now, you're back as a driver this weekend, but of course you have a team management role. Uh, how easy or difficult is it to forget that and realise you've just got to deal with yourself as a driver? Yeah, I've got great management at AAA, so I can literally um, yeah, leave, it, leave it to them to, to manage certainly the, the pro car that we're running. Um, I'll be overseeing it, of course, but no, my duties this weekend is being a driver and Trying to support these two guys and um, and you know driving that car as quick as I can. And hopefully you don't have to tell yourself off at all. Give yourself a shake now. Exactly. No, I don't want that. Don't want that. <laughs> what is it about the Repco Bathurst 12 Hours that you think over the last? Well, I've been coming here 12 years, 10 races now, and its international popularity has gained massively, and and here in Australia as well. What is it do you think that's captured people's imagination about this race? There's, there's a few factors involved with that. It's, um, you know, the, the track itself. The, the tracks. It's an amazing facility. It's one of the one of the best tracks in the world. That 6.8 k you know, all up the top of the hill and all the way back down. That's a it's a huge part of it. Um, it's the intensity of the race. So, you know, to to um, to finish this race is is very very difficult. Twelve hours of ringing a GT a GT car's neck is is hard to finish and to um, but, but to get on the podium, that's another level again, you know. So there's that side of it, and it's all done in a fantastic country town here in Bathurst. Um, you know, for, for somebody coming from the other side of the world to be to be in an awesome country town, have this environment, um, to, to see the facility itself and, the, the you know, the, the likes of Valentino Rossi and whatnot, that's uh, their three of many factors what make uh, the Bathurst 12 hours so special. I think one of the things that hit me when I first came here 12 years ago well, in Europe, it seems our racing community and certainly race tracks are in a constant battle with local authorities. Whereas here, Bathurst Regional Council are the owners of the track, and and they are 
absolutely on the limit to make sure everything goes well, not not to slow anything down. Yeah, 100%. No, the, the local council and, and the absolute majority, if not all of the local community, mm. are the biggest fans of, uh, of Mount Panorama. So it, it makes a big difference, as you, as you know. They're not, they're not trying to clear the place for to, to build more houses. There's plenty of land around here. So, um, no, 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 it's, it's a well-supported event, well-supported uh, facility. And it just keeps getting better and better every year, which is great. You can tell Jamie Wingfield is a right pro because he doesn't just have one Sharpie. He has one of the silver ones, just in case anybody brings him something light coloured. Cheers, J-Job. Well done, lads. See you at the weekend. Have a good one. Let's have it. Wander down. Gents, how we doing? So far, so good, I would say. Maxi, how, how are you? Yeah, very good. Uh, just arrived. Yeah, so, really just. Uh, came in in time, which is good. Uh, I really love it. Uh, it's great to see all the people here, the fans, and giving some autograph beside of such a legend uh, on our side. So we are not as busy as him, but it's still uh, good to have this kind of mood and starting into into the weekend like this. Uh, and tell me about Craft Bamboo. We've got a great history here. They've been one of the big supporters. Tell me a little bit about the team, Craft Bamboo MSI, this weekend. Yeah. So the last race we finished on uh, on a high on a, on P2. And in Indianapolis last year, mm. uh, so in the end, Schultz won the title, and uh, we helped him to, to get it. Uh, in the end, it's a, as you said, a big history here, and uh, I think we have to pay something back because last year the team didn't perform as they want, mm. and now it's time to to hit back and uh, to perform well. And I think we are good prepared. We have a good lineup, and uh, the the guys know exactly what they want, and even us. But the competition is higher than, than cool. ever, I would say. So if I look back, the last two years, three years wasn't like this so in the, in the end it's a higher target for us but also a higher competition so it's going to be exciting what about this young fella on my left how's he been getting on <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah he's good yeah he's good he's very good he knows the track and uh, for sure he did some laps last year he did uh, one race with Kraft in, in, in Malaysia so uh, yeah I think we, we are a really strong lineup for sure this guy has to adapt again to the Merc yes because uh, he's more used to the the US cars, yeah, but uh, I think he will be quick as well. Jason Ojeda, uh, welcome to the uh, welcome to the Rep Cup Bathurst 12 Hours. Well, he, he built you up. He's giving yeah. you the <laughs> giving you the big build up. Another one of a number of young Aussie hotshots uh, in this race. Um, tell me how you're approaching it. Yeah, look, obviously I've got a, a pair of very experienced teammates uh, in Maxi and Danny, so. My, my approach would just be to learn as much as I can off them. I'm still yet to drive a GT3 car around Bathurst, so um, you know, build up to it throughout practice. No different than any other time you come to the mountain. You don't have to go quick until the race, so um, yeah, just build into the weekend. And um, you know, had a fair bit of experience now in the past six months in GT3, so I'm feeling more and more comfortable, especially with the Mercedes. So hopefully, just build on that and have a good run. It's going to look and feel a little bit different in an AMG than what you're used to driving around there. Yeah, yeah, left-hand drive compared to the uh, supercar, which is right-hand drive. Um, does that make, a, honestly, does that make a big difference? I mean, you sit very low in these cars, so your sight lines, you're almost sort of feeling where the corners of the car anyway. So does that make a difference that you've you've swapped, what, three and a half feet one side to the other? You forget these, these days. I remember the first couple of times I swapped from left to right, and yes, it does catch you out a little bit, just small things, but you do it enough times and your body just adapts, your mind adapts, and you you forget what side you're actually on sometimes. <laughs> And, of course, you've got ABS and a bit of traction control here, which you wouldn't have in the supercar. Yeah, correct, correct. The supercar's a bit heavier, high COG. Um, you know, the tyres 
are a little bit more sensitive where the GT is a bit more max attack. You've got the ABS traction control. The tyre can withstand it a bit more. Uh, obviously, a lighter car and the downforce. So, a different philosophy and driving style. But, um, you know, so like I said, made the adaption and done a fair bit of GT driving over the past six months. So, I'm starting to get more and more on it. Well, well at the weekend. Enjoy. Let's uh, have a word with the third member of this crew. Danny Hunkadea. What's up? Well, well, you tell me. Just arrived? Yeah. Just arrived from Dubai. And? I didn't drive a single lap. Ah, I know. I saw. For a vet. Mm. Yeah. Not the way you wanted that to go. No. So you reset now and start again? Yeah. Now uh, back in a back in a Merc wagon. So it's going to be fun. I love this place. Yeah. I want to race every year, no matter what. Uh, I'm not going to say very much to you because the last time we did one of these interviews was in the pit lane at the Nürburgring Nordschleife and everything was going very well until it wasn't there and I rather felt I'd cursed you so I'm going to leave you just a little bit and, and just not say anything because then it can't Maybe be my fault. so then you can never interview yeah, me, me again. again. Goes well. <laughs> Enjoy. Well, as you can hear, the music has restarted. That's my cue to make an exit as the crowds are dying down just a little bit. By no means all the field, but I hope you've enjoyed our interviews with about half the field, I reckon. Some interesting comments, I thought, on this Tractor Town coverage on the Radio Show Limited network of channels. Uh, This early week coverage at Bathurst 12 Hours with Ned Australian Whiskey. Join us for all of the action Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Every 12-hour session is live in sound and vision this year across the Radio Show Limited network of audio and visual channels. Right, off to have a bite to eat now and enjoy some company and meet up with those Scale Extric guys as well. I've seen what they've got for me. I'm very excited. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. Tell your friends there's more at RadioLeMond.com.